0: Of the international secret police.
1: Ceiling zero. Ceiling zero. Ceiling zero. zero. Ceiling zero.
0: Clint and Chief Tipo go to the mysterious house of Paul Mounier on a supposedly friendly visit. They are really searching for Barney, who they feel sure the octopus is kidnapped. Their arrival interrupts an experiment the criminal was just about to perform on the helpless Barney, and he lowers the table that holds the man to a dungeon beneath the floor. Later, as Speed and Clint are looking at the inventions, Speed stumbles over something, and on closer inspection discovers a false floor or trap door beneath his feet.
2: Look, Clint, it's a trap door, I tell you.
0: It looks like it, all right. Uh, So it does.
2: What does it lead to, Mr. Mounier?
0: Why, I haven't the slightest idea, Speed. Huh? No, you see, I've been far too busy with my work to investigate all the trap doors in this house. In fact, I haven't seen all the rooms. I confine my movements to this laboratory and to my living quarters that
2: Well Well, do you mind if I see what's under it, then?
0: I'm afraid I do, my boy. That trap door probably hasn't been moved for years. There will be dirt and cobwebs beneath it. I don't care for such a litter in my laboratory.
2: But I only... Speed. But, Clint, what of that hide barn? Speed. Oh, all right.
0: You must forgive my nephew, Mr. Meunier. He has the ardent curiosity that all boys have when they discover a trap door, or, for that matter, any sort of a closed door. They always want to know what's on the other side of it. I can understand that, Mr. Father. Scientists have somewhat the same desire. In fact, had it not been for my curiosity as to what was on the other side of certain electrical vibrations, I uh, never could have created this machine you see before you. Machine? It appears more like a box. Yeah, it looks sort of like a coffin. Uh, that is because it is made to hold a human being, my boy. If a person is ill or run down, they would be completely revitalized by remaining in this machine for half an hour or so. Well, how is that? Electrical impulses are shot through the subject increasing his circulation and restoring his exhausted supply of energy. I know that it is successful, for I have often taken the treatment when I have been overworked, and I come out of it completely rested. Why, that is wonderful. Well, I should say so, cheap people. There have been times when I could have used this energizing invention of Mr. Munier's very nicely. Hey, <laughs> <I see>. Quinn,
2: <laughs> look at this short wave setup. Looks like you could reach
0: Mars with this outfit. It is powerful speed, but not as powerful as it will be someday. I'm in the midst of an ultra short wave experiment that should revolutionize short wave radio ultra short wave. Well, strange that you should be particularly interested in that Strange why may I ask uh, the octopus was experimenting in ultra short wave too. The octopus, oh yes, yes, that criminal you accused me of being uh, yes, you're right, strange perhaps yet not so strange. Even though our interests are diversified, we could still use the same medium, this criminal and I, one for evil, uh, one for good.
2: Mm -hmm, True. What would Barney say to that?
3: I wish the secret police would leave the master's house. I fear that they may discover what lies beneath them. Still, if they should, the master will give the signal and our men will fire upon them. Dunlap, he is recovering. The effects of the vapors of sleep are wearing off. I must remove the helmet.
1: Suffering wang doodles, what a headache I've got. Wow. Ooh. Hey, hey, where am I? Where are my arms and legs fastened down to this table. Why, Quan Wu.
3: Yes, sunlap, You are my prisoner. Where are we? What are you going to do with me? That is
1: up to the master. Oh, the octopus. Well, you let me off of this table, do you hear? You let me off. Where
3: well do you no good to shout. These walls are soundproof. Oh, no. And to spare me the necessity of gagging you, let me tell you that your friends, Pete Gibson and Clint Barlow, are in the room above us. Oh, and oh, one oh. noise from you to arouse their suspicions will bring a hail of bullets upon them. They are surrounded by our men hidden on
1: every side. Will you remain quiet? Uh-huh. That is better. You're telling me... I don't like your hand over my mouth the least little bit. It matters little what you like or dislike, Dunlap. Yeah, and let me tell you now, I think you're the lowest double-crite...
3: Spare me your opinion of my humble self as well. Now, it is you that most concerns me.
1: Not me. What are you going to do with Speed and Clint?
3: Nothing, if they leave peaceably.
1: Leave? You mean they're not prisoners? Then this must be Mounier's house. Clint wouldn't... What were you about to say? Nothing. But don't try to tell me this room is soundproof. Else why are we hearing their footsteps above us? And why did you slap your paw over my face when I started to yell? Oh, so now you won't talk. Suits me. Don't like to talk to snakes much anyhow. Look, would it be straining a point for you to release my hands at least? My nose itches. I cannot release even your hands without the master's permission. Can you breathe without his permission? Boy, maybe you're holding the winning hand right this minute, Quan Wu. But just let me get out of here and I'll have all of Tibet down on your neck. To say nothing to the octopus. You think Tibetan winds are strong... Wait till they get word you're who you are instead of who you pretend to be. They'll blow you higher than any wind you ever saw. And what makes you so
3: sure that you are going to get out of here? Yeah, I... Huh?
1: Well, that is a thought. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I guess I've reached the end of the trail. And it'd have to be in Tibet, fastened down to a table. You should have guessed where the trail, as you call it, would end when you
3: attempted to track down my master.
1: Don't worry. I know my chances. But a guy can't live forever, and I'd rather go out fighting that big devil fish and sit around and let him get away with murder and everything else on the calendar. But don't think he's going to get away with it much longer. Speed and Clint will see to that. Rubbing me out ain't going to stop Do him. Do not raise
3: your voice as you speak than that. Remember, the lives of your friends
1: depend on your silence. Yeah, yeah, but boy, do I wish Clint or Speed knew how to read my mind.
0: This has all been highly interesting, Mr. Mounier, and thank you for showing us your laboratory. You are more than welcome, Mr. Barlow. But I don't think your nephew was so interested in my inventions as he was in that uh, trap door he chanced upon.
2: Sure I was, Mr. Mounier. But I'd give anything to explore this house of yours. But it has all sorts of secret passages and underground tunnels. Oh,
0: speed, I am afraid your imagination is running away with you.
2: Most real old houses have such things, Chief Tifo. They used them in the old days to hide their treasures in or escape from their enemies. Yes,
0: but those days are past, indeed. And if this old castle has such things, they've probably caved in or fallen apart for lack of use. Yes. And I, for one, shall leave them alone. I'm getting too old to risk my neck for the sake of idle curiosity. Mr. Barnow, I think we had better start down the trail now. The wind is rising. Why? Well, uh, well, so it is. That trail is bad enough in the best of weather. I don't want to risk it in a high wind. Uh, no one likes to be abroad in the... Pass of the Iron Dagger, at the hour of the winds.
2: By the way, Mr. Mounier, why do they call it the Pass of the Iron Dagger? Why? Uh, I believe the
0: name came from an old legend, Speed. Somewhere in this pass is an ancient iron dagger, such as the first pioneers from Mongolia and China used when they came to this part of Asia. It was plunged into the face of a cliff, supposedly near this very house. But no one has seen it for many, many years.
2: What's the story about the dagger?
0: I'm afraid you will have to learn that from some superstitious Tibetan speed. I have no more time for their legends than I have for secret trap doors. Oh. Well, we must go now, Speed. And thank you again, Miss Minier, for allowing us to see your laboratory. You are most welcome. And now that a more friendly relation has been established between us, Mr. Barlow... Let us see that nothing disrupts it, huh? Why, of course. Are you ready, cheap people? It's yes, you bet, Clint. I shall see you to the door, since uh, none of my servants seem to be about.
2: We've never seen any servants here. Seems funny not to in such a big house. Ah, uh, yes, yes. They have orders to keep out of my way, Speed.
0: As you must know by now, I am a little eccentric. I cannot stand having eyes watching me when I am working on my experiment. Why, of course. Well, here we are at the door. Button up your coat, Speed, or the wind will take it off of you. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs>
0: well, goodbye, Mr. Bye, Mr. Mulligan. Goodbye, Mr. Mulligan. Mr. Mr. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay.
2: Go ahead. Bye. Thank you. Man. Gosh, Clint, we had our big chance there for a minute, and you passed it up. What do you mean, Speed? That trap door. I bet you anything that led to some place where Barney was. Yes, you bet, but you don't know, Speed. Huh?
0: I've told you before that we've got to watch every step this time, Speed. We can't afford to make any more mistakes. Very true. I agree with you entirely, Mr. Barlow.
2: But golly, Clint, we won't get anywhere just visiting the octopus. We'll never find Barney at that point. I know
0: that. And that's why you and Chief Tepo are going down the trail without me. What?
2: You mean you're going back inside the
0: castle? Yes, but the octopus won't know about it this time. I've spotted an entrance that looks like it leads into a basement or something. I'm going in through that. Uh, But it is broad daylight, Mr. Barlow. What if someone should see? I don't think they would have. If the octopus has guards posted, they'll be further on down the trail. They have no reason to keep a close guard on the house itself if all the approaches are
2: watched. Uh, That sounds logical. What about inside, Clint? The octopus must have plenty of his men hiding around in that house. Let me worry about them when I'm inside, Speed. Well, you're not going alone. Oh,
0: now, Speed. If you think you're coming with me, you're badly mistaken.
2: Please, Clint. I've been in the secret police long enough to take the same chances that you and Barney take. And with Barney gone, it's up to me to fill his place until we find him again. I sure can't do that by going down the trail with Chief Tipo. Well, I... You will? Gosh, thanks, Clint. Oh, all right, but on the old condition, Speed, that you obey every order without question. Yes,
0: sir. And you, Chief Tipo, return to Lhasa and hold your men ready. If we haven't returned by midnight tonight, attack this windy castle and search it until you find us. Yes, Clint, you can depend on me. Thank you. And now, Speed, let's see how good we are at housebreaking.